rid it dit to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, July 14th. Hope everyone has had a good weekend. Ready to start this week. I'm ready. I hope you are. Landon, he's going to have to go back to his first full week after two short weeks, two four-day weeks, or three-day weeks, right? A three-day week and then a four-day week, right? No, I, two four-day two weeks. Two four-days, okay. Yep. Told him, I told him he was, if you were in here earlier, you probably heard it. Living that teacher life. So yeah. he, he's got to understand how his wife feels now when she goes back to work after a good little break. Yeah, and she's been sleeping a lot. I actually told her a story about um, when I was in kindergarten, um, our teacher wanted us to write down what is the first thing we thought about our mom. And mine was that she sleeps a lot. And I was like, you know, if we have kids, that's what our kids are going to think of you. <laughs> just so you know that just so it's coming i don't think you should have told her that she's like her mother-in-law <laughs> that's not that's not smart she Does she I, I react a, well i got a little jab to the to the side i was about to say i doubt jab she, to the ribs doubt she reacted well to that um before we get going guys i'm going to tell you about my friends at my bookie since we started the show i get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with I don't always know who's going to win but i do know where to go the answer is my bookie between their live in-game betting endless props and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ISSUE when creating your account to claim up to a 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you've now got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag, promo code ISSUE. You play, you win, you get paid. We've already got a comment on the video, uh, on the uh on the periscope here from soldier boys flow. I love you. I know I've told you before, but I love your at. So thank you. Henry Tioto situation is interesting. Maybe get a little, maybe got getting a little homesick might've gotten hacked. Ooh, going to go the old Shea Patterson route, which apparently was fake. And now oh, I feel stupid. So that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, well, but maybe, maybe is Tioto going to go the, uh, go the, I got hacked route. I don't know because he, he's <laughs> liked all the Washington stuff. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe somebody I don't know. And, and that and David Ubin, um, I guess he talked to Henry T's uh, former high school coach. Oh, nice abbreviation, Henry T. Is Bob Kessling going to do that this year? <laughs> oh, he better. He should. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he said he's not leaving, but there hasn't been a indication from Henry T especially mm-hmm. on Twitter. So yeah, I don't know. It's definitely weird. Definitely strange. Cause he wasn't an early enrollee. So it's not like he's been here very long at all, which may kind of give way to the, maybe he is homesick. Maybe he's missing the family wants to be closer. I mean, I do know the family was, they're going to pack up and all move here, but they decided not to. Well, is he like, uh, Oh, it, what's his name? Oh my gosh. Alabama QB. How do I forget that? Who has like three hundred family yeah, members? Tua. So, so maybe yeah, Tua. Maybe they decided that uh moving six hundred and fifty people here wasn't plausible. Yeah, wasn't, they'd have to buy a whole uh buy a whole town, buy a whole small small <laughs> town. I mean, yeah. Telco Plains would be theirs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a whole subdivision to hold all those people. Yeah, so maybe maybe they decided against that. Yeah, we. It's funny you said that right as we started the show though, because we were Landon walked in the door and and immediately uh, brought that up, and I guess I missed it. I guess I haven't been on Twitter much today. Yeah. Um, but I, I missed all that drama, but it's, I mean, who knows? I guess more could come of it, but you said David Ubin reported that 
he's staying because his coach said that. So yeah, that's what it's looking and like. He doesn't right now. play for him, but I still think they have a good enough relationship where he wouldn't. Sure, a lot. Surely he wouldn't. I mean, you never know with some some people. Yeah, but surely he wouldn't be like, yeah, I know what's going to happen. He's like, and put your name out there for that. Yeah, I know, and then it not be true. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know. Um, I do know. Speaking of all football, we're going to jump in and continue our position preview as we count down the days until. Tennessee football. What are we at now? What was it? I mean, you you put seven Saturdays. Yeah, so it's less than so that. <laughs> do the math there. I'm not doing that. I'm not yeah. not fond of that. That's got to be well. That yesterday wasn't the seventh Saturday, right? That was the eighth, and you were. So is it forty? Was it this? I'm not doing the math. Forty eight. Forty. So that was okay. I see what you're saying. I think that's for. I think it's forty eight now. Nice. We're getting there. Yeah, because someone. It has to be less than 50. Yeah. So that would be, yeah, I know what you're doing now. Okay. I didn't know how you were counting the Saturdays. That's what I had to figure out. Gotcha. Um, But we're going to preview the wide receivers. This is, and we'll get into it later in the keys for Jeremy Pruitt, but this is another talented group. Our skill positions are pretty talented across the board. I mean, um, not... Now, most of the skill positions aren't as deep as we are at wide receiver, mm-hmm. but we're pretty talented. And then when you look at the wide receiver group that we're talking about today, talented, deep, that's probably going to be our strongest core. Now, the next question is, can we get them the ball? And I, I thought last last season I said besides probably Alabama, Tennessee has the most talent at wide receiver in the SEC. Yeah. Now, yeah, this I'll, year is probably, I would say the same thing. We return everybody. Right. 100% of production last season – is back. Yeah, it is. And it's, um, hopefully you have Juwan Jennings who's returning. Um, one of those guys you're talking about, hopefully he's playing the full year. I, I mean, we probably don't see him against Georgia state. Um, I, I would be, I mean, it depends on, I guess where he's at in his return, mm-hmm. but you would think coming off injury, if he does play maybe what two possessions, <laughs> I mean, he, I would probably say that for anybody else, but if it's Juwan Jennings and it's his decision, if it's his decision, he's, he's playing. playing. Whole, yeah, he's, he's playing, playing the whole game, and he's going to try to put up some points. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, but I mean, when you look at these starters, Callaway, Jennings, and Palmer, all really. I mean, that's who we project to be starters. Mm-hmm. If Jennings doesn't start, I think you said Jordan Murphy. Um, yeah, last, I would say last week, Jordan Murphy. I would agree with that. I mean, just when you look at where the needs are, are in terms of the position that Jennings plays, who would replace him? I think Murphy. Um, but yeah, so that, that's your, I think those three year starters, maybe Murphy, if Jawan Jennings isn't healthy. Mm. Um, and then you've got guys like Cedric Tillman, Tyler Boyd, Boyd, Bird, excuse me. And, uh, Ramel Keaton and Brandon Johnson and Brandon Johnson. I forget about Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson led Tennessee in receiving in 2017. Yeah. A lot of people forget that because he just kind of fell off and he came, he came for, um, he came out of nowhere that year too. Like no one really was talking about him until he started yeah. playing. Like until there was, well, I shouldn't say people were talking about how he was one of the better route runners on that team, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like he was an all-star. Um, he, he wasn't better than a lot of those guys on the roster. Yeah. And then he kind of, kind of came out of there. Um, Luke Thomas says he'll play for Georgia state. I agree with Landon. If it's up to him, don't know if it's not, no, don't know if it's not up to him. Yeah. I do agree with that. I don't know. You know, if that dude, if that dude can play, he will want to. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, yeah. I don't think Pruitt's like some of these coaches that will sit guys out. I think if you can play, you'll play. Like, I don't think he'll rest him for the sake of rest. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong. He just doesn't seem like that kind of guy. He doesn't seem like a guy that'd be like, yeah, we're going to take it easy today. 
I mean, <laughs> look at the way he makes injured guys practice. Right. And it's not like, well, I'm sorry, but it's not like you're really playing for a national championship. Like, you, you don't really have anything to lose. You don't have 15 games this year. <laughs> right, exactly. So, you, you're fighting to get a 13. Yeah, I mean, you, you need to go out and win every game. And if uh, 80% Juwan Jennings is better than what you got behind him, then you play and, an 80% Juwan Jennings. And at any other position, I would say an 80% Juwan Jennings is definitely better. With this with this lineup, uh, with this receiving core, he, he may not be. Yeah, and, w- and with Jim Chaney and, and T. Martin as well, it's going to be interesting to – to see how they use them. Uh, I know last season when they're on, the whole offense was on. Yeah. Um, you saw that against Auburn, um, Kentucky some. You, you know, you saw that production from Callaway, Jennings, and, and Palmer. Palmer looks like he could be the number one receiver. Um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of people suspect that going into fall camp. Um, so we'll see kind of where that leads. I, I know he started since he was a freshman. He had problems with the drops, but I think in terms of an all-around wide receiver and not just a red zone threat, which Callaway kind of looks like sometimes because we have to throw it up every time, Right, that he could be that number one. I mean, Palmer's got – I was watching the Auburn highlights the other day. Whoever posted them talking about if the offensive line gives Garantano time. Mm-hmm. But watching Palmer adjust in the air, he's every bit as good as Callaway at adjusting to the ball. Yeah, Every bit as good at that. High pointing, I think, Cal- or yeah, Callaway still has the upper hand, but I mean, Palmer's not far behind either. Yeah. So it's it's still impressive what he can do. Yeah, and I, I don't think Jawan Jennings comes back. He he thought about going into the NFL draft. I don't think he comes back unless he knew that this team was going to be much improved. Yeah, no, I agree with that because I mean, I don't don't think he would go high in the draft. I think he would probably get drafted just because of what he would do at the combine and what you see on film. Mm-hmm. You can't buy the you can't buy the effort. I almost, you know, said it was an analogy, but in the NFL, you're literally paying for it. You can't, you can't buy the the effort he shows in the run game. Right? How many wide receivers that level are blocking how he does? Mm-hmm. He just wants to beat the guy across from every single down. So yeah, he would be on an NFL roster, probably get drafted. Um, no matter, you know, he didn't have a standout year last year, but everybody, you know, everybody kind of knew who mm-hmm. he was. And I, I want to talk about these these freshmen coming in, Ramel Keaton. Um, well, first I'll say none of these guys are just breakaway speed guys. I, I would say the guy who showed probably the most speed so far has been Jordan Murphy, and that was last season. Tyler Bird has some, um, but I think he only caught one pass last year. I am curious to see how Chaney uses him in, in the offense because he yeah. is probably the stride-for-stride stride fastest guy. Yeah. Or he's at least the quickest. Mm-hmm. He can – Yeah, can so – I'm interested to see how they use those two guys. Um, and then you bring in Ramel Keaton, like you said, and, and Jared Means. Um, Jared Means is a 4-4 guy. He run he run a 4-4 um, at Tennessee's that. camp uh, last summer, and that's how he got Tennessee's offer, and Tennessee continued to, to keep tabs on him and end up sneaking into that class. He may be the fastest guy on the field then. Yeah. As, as far as wide receivers go. And, and from what I'm hearing, people they, they really like what they see out of him. Um, if we're talking about kind of those guys, besides Jordan Murphy, um, Tyler Bird, Ramel Keaton, uh, Jacquez Jones, Cedric Tillman, I would probably say Ramel Keaton gets a look just because he, he's, he was one of the best wide receivers in high school. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll play quite a bit this year. Yeah, I, I do. So, and, and Cedric Tillman was another, um, under the radar guy that kind of, 
came I, onto the scene. People I, really like how he practices, yeah. and and he, I think he played four games, but he ended up redshirting. Right. Um, I'm excited to like see him really get into it this year. Yeah, because you heard a lot of positive stuff about him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm excited, and I think I think a lot of people in the country recognize that. Oh, that that's a good get for them because it was a guy who hadn't gone to a lot of camps was was underrated because of that, not because he had some like sneaky athleticism. You you knew how good he was. It was just flew under the radar, didn't get a lot of offers because he wasn't going to schools. Yeah, so. and, and came from a good high school, right? In Bishop Gorman, started <laughs> yeah, one of the best programs in the nation, right? Um, so I, I know I know people look at at that as well. I was at the Carson Newman had their camp, and I, I took my, I went with my dad to take my cousin, um, and this guy was talking to me, and he was telling like, he's like his son's from North Carolina, and he said he's had like three thousand yards and twenty eight touchdowns or something like that his first two seasons. I was like, cool man. Um, my my first thought was, oh, what division does do y'all play in? And his he was he said one A. And I was like, one A, really? I could do it one A. I'm impressed. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that's that's my first reaction. Like, okay, yeah. who? What kind who of competition play, yeah. is, is he doing this? Well, and that's against? like I, I kind of wondered that because I, you know, I had some friends and who played in like Al, at Alcoa, who was the lower division at the time, the lowest I think at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when they when they divided it up farther. And I mean, he would absolutely beat up on people. And like, yeah. he was always one of the faster and stronger guys on the field. It's like, how do scouts watch that? And that's one of the reasons you've got to get him to camp. Mm-hmm. Cause how can you watch it and know, just trust that he was, uh, he was not only was he bigger than them, he was bigger than big guys or stronger than strong guys, faster than fast guys, rather than just beating up on people like me. Because guys that beat me, they were not getting offers when they beat me. They were just, <laughs> they were probably like, Oh, that dude looks awfully slow and white. And they were right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean that's something you definitely got away. That's why you got to go to camps too, right? Get them, get you. They need to get you in the, in their environment. Yeah, and so, I, I think Ramel Keaton is not. He kind of fits the mold of, of what we have at wide receiver right now. Not any guys with just breakaway speed, mm-hmm. but decent enough and, and guys that can get separation. That's kind of where I think he'll fit in most, yeah. especially this season. Well, I, I'm excited for this wide receiver group as I have been just about every year for. Um, for the last few years. I mean, this is a solid group. To get Callaway and Jennings back, I think we were like, maybe one of them, maybe neither. And both of them came back. I think that, you know, speak like you said, they probably wouldn't come back if they didn't feel like this team was going to be light years ahead of where they were last year. So I think that says either one about Jeremy Pruitt's ability to sell it or two, we're going to be good. I mean, we got some recruiters on the staff. We have some recruiters. So, I mean, um, hopefully, you know, not only do they believe it, hopefully it's also how it's going to be. That's, that would be nice. Um, but I think they help tremendously. We talk about it and we'll talk about it here in a second. When we, when we talk about the keys for Pruitt's success, can we get him the ball? Can the offensive line block to get him the ball consistently? And then one thing, one point out, one thing I'm going to point out is can Jim Chaney get the job done? Cause I think that's going to, I think the wide receivers had the ability to be successful. They had the ability to be successful last year. We just didn't always put them in areas to be successful. And I, I feel like this season, like last last season you came into it not really knowing what you had, but this yeah. season I feel like this staff, especially with Jeremy Pruitt, you know, this is his second year. He knows exactly what to expect out of these, yeah. these groups and this offense. 
So I feel like you have something more to work with with Jim Chaney coming. Yeah, in. and last year, not only was it a new staff, you had a lot of new faces that were the starters. Yep. Callaway Jennings did return, but he didn't play ninety five percent of the year. I don't know what the percentage would be, but mm-hmm. so I mean, you still don't kind of know what you're getting. And he originally wasn't going to be on the team because an AD that was an idiot supported a interim coach kicking a guy off the team. I'm not saying Jennings was right in what he did, but that was not the way to go about it either. So you weren't you weren't even sure that Jennings was going to be back until I think you kind of heard. I think. He was technically on the team in the spring, but wasn't participating with the team at the time. So it was like a really, you know, weird period for him. Um, so you weren't sure what you were going to get outside of Callaway, really. So. Yeah, I hope when when Brady Hope got the call, it was in all caps saying, we're not going to resign you. <laughs> he, they yelled it at him. He's like, why are you yelling? <laughs> I'm speaking in all caps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I always forget Brady Hook's name, and I, I'm thankful that I do. I'm very thankful I forget his name often. So Terrible. that's good. Um, but we do want to talk about moving away from wide receivers, staying with football. We want to, we do want to talk about the keys um, for Jeremy Pruitt to okay. be successful this year. Actually, before we get to that, or before we get to let's that, make actually. some predictions on who do you think the leading receiver is, and do you think we have a thousand yard receiver? Ooh, I, I I will say this: I think Callaway leads in touchdowns. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Palmer in yards. Okay. And, um, I guess, I don't know if I can say right now if I have a thousand yard receiver, just because I, I think your only certainties that will be, you know, a solid core for you certainties are Jennings and Callaway. If Palmer is our leading receiver, I do believe we'll have a thousand yards. So I guess to stay with my predictions. Okay. Yes, yes we do. So I, I kind of was on that same thing with you. I think Callaway leads in touchdowns, Palmer in yards, Jennings in catches. Jenny, maybe, and pancakes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and probably personal fouls. <laughs> probably. Um, when we talk about touch, sorry, when we talk about touchdown celebrations, it, I'm pretty sure it was it Callaway or Jennings that caught it and then set it on. At the that was Jennings. That's what yeah. I thought on the dude's chest. That's yeah. a great. I couldn't pull it off. I don't have that swagger, but that's a yeah. great touchdown celebration. Right. <laughs> and like you're not gonna fight Juwan Jennings because he no. just bullied you. Yeah. <laughs> and you like that's the funny like, you can't fight someone after that. You just got a bl- like you just got completely embarrassed on your way to the end zone. Mm-hmm. You just gotta take it. Yep, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but you gotta take it. Um, yeah, I'll, I I think there's potential Jennings um, leads and catches. I I'd say Callaway also has a chance, and then obviously Palmer's gonna lead in receptions. I, I don't know between Callaway and Jennings who I believe has the most, um, but I believe Palmer's our deep threat, whereas. You know Callaway's your um, your end zone threat, and uh, yeah, I mean Jennings is definitely your. I feel like your this is what would make him lead in receptions. He's your sure hands target. Like who's going to get you the six yards you need on third down? Yeah, Jawan Jennings. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I don't disagree with that necessarily um, at all. But yeah, I like I like Palmer. I don't know if Palmer. I think he's similar to kind of Malone, and we t- you talked about no one has that breakaway speed. Palmer wasn't, or not Palmer. Josh Malone wasn't incredibly fast. But he was able to get away from his defensive back to yep. at least catch the ball. Mm-hmm. He might get caught later, but he was getting away to catch the and, ball. And that's all about route running. Yeah, it is. And are you beating him on that ne- that next step after the cut? Yep. So yeah, absolutely. Yep. No false steps. Um, I know these three wideouts combined for fifteen hundred fourteen yards last season um, and seven touchdowns. I look for that to get around. I would like to see it around twenty two hundred. 
I think it's very possible with a Jim Cheney offense. Um, again, relies a lot on do you have time to get the ball out. Yeah, and, and I, w- I would like for maybe somebody somebody to get near like nine hundred to a thousand yards. Somebody um, maybe six hundred, and then somebody. 300, 400 yards. So you have those three that you're like, yeah, they have the ability to lead in these all these different categories. I think Palmer also could potentially lead in touchdowns. Because yeah. uh, I think he's not only a deep threat, I think he's an end zone threat too in terms of he can go up and get the ball as well. Do you, But do you see anybody else that may, you know, we, as someone asked, is Jordan Murphy last week, does Jordan Murphy have a breakout year? So do you see anybody, Tyler Bird, Jordan Murphy, Ramel Keaton, Cedric Tillman, those guys, do you see anybody coming out and being – Someone that you're like, oh, I mean, he was better than a starting wide receiver this year. Is there anyone on this roster that you see that could do that? I don't. Um, I mean, I think Ramel Keaton is going to be a starter probably next year, mm-hmm. but but he year, doesn't. Be, he doesn't. He doesn't come into the game and kind of show starters up. You don't think? No, I don't no. think so. And I'm not. I mean, you know, it's it's different starters. The way you determine wide receiver starters, it's very different because it's it's kind of like you know like a defensive back or a safety. The backup may play more. I mean, it may be in yeah. matchups and things like that. Um, kind of similar to that position where he may have more. The backup may have more catches, or the backup may get more looks. It's I do just, think Jordan Murphy is going to have some production just because he's something different. I feel like okay. Callaway and Palmer, are almost the same type of receiver, mm-hmm. whereas Juwan Jennings is basically just a faster tight end, almost a guy that can play in the slot, um, a guy that just fights for yards. Um, but if Jordan Murphy is, you know, he's a guy who can take, um, the end around, um, we saw that last season. Um, he, he's a guy that can just take a slant to the house. Right. So, right. Okay. Maybe he gets some curious. production just because he's a different type of receiver than maybe somebody. A few of our other guys. Yeah. 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 I, I don't disagree. Um, I'd like to definitely see Jordan Murphy. We talked about that. Don't know if it's a breakout year just cause don't know how many touches he'd get, but it'd be, it'd be nice to see that. Um, kind of him come out and have a coming out party this year. Yeah, so, for sure. that would definitely be nice. Uh, anything else before we go to to our keys? I'm good. I'm sorry. No, you're good. That's I'm glad we talked about that. That's that's good stuff. Um, let's talk about Jeremy Pruitt's what we believe are his keys to success this year. First and foremost, number one, win. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that, said the I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. But I'm not gonna be like I'm not also the guy that's like you know, Landon. I believe. The team that wins today is going to score the most points. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm joking in a way. If you win, you'll score. if you win, you'll be successful. That is true, but I'm also joking. Um, but one of the keys I do think is the front, defensive and offensive front. Those are your biggest question marks. Can they improve this year? They don't need to be perfect. I'm not asking for that, but we need to see improvement. For offensive, both in the running and passing game, defensive line, I, I think if slow down the run, yeah, be physical and slow down the run. Okay, but I think those are the two biggest things for him. I think these skill positions are talented. I think they see, you know, you saw development from them last year, not you know mixed with the talent. So I, I think that's not as big a question mark. You 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 assume they develop mm-hmm. line, but on both sides of the ball, we're just not sure about. And SEC games, all football games are one of the trenches. Yeah. So I think my first key is just letting the coordinators do their thing. Okay. Um, and I think as a head coach, you have to kind of have your hand in it 
right. on on certain stuff. Uh, and I think Pruitt showed that he's a good in-game coach. Yeah, especially defensively. Yeah, I, I don't remember anything that I was just like, why in the world did we do that? Well, so there are a lot of questionable things that I think if you're either winning games or you're in the game, you question Pruitt. On like right. onside kicks, um, things like that. Does he Is he that ballsy this year? Are we in more games, and is he that ballsy when you're in games? That's true. I I didn't think about that. I forgot about all the. But I'm not I'm not saying that makes him a bad in game coach. I understand why you do yeah. it. Like that, I'm just saying, does he continue that ballsy trait this year when you're hopefully in more games or hopefully winning more games? But but then I I think back to the West Virginia where it was fourth and goal. Yeah. And from the one, and he went for it, and everybody cheered. Yeah, and we threw it. Yeah, we didn't just try to run it down their throat. I like that. We, we threw it, especially with the guys you have going up for yeah. ball in the end zone. Yeah. Um, so I I think it's letting the coordinators do their thing, especially on offense. You know, Jim Chaney has proven that he's a good offensive right. coordinator, coordinator and a good play caller. So you got to let him work. Well, that's kind of my that's my second point and, and keys to success. I don't even necessarily point to it in the season like you did in terms of letting them work. I point to it in the off season. Did he make the right adjustments? Did he go and find defense coordinator, offense coordinator that work with him, that work with his system, that are, if he does give him control, which you think he should, and I don't disagree with you, can they run an offense correctly? Can they run a defense correctly? And I think he is, as far as defense goes, his hand is definitely going to be in that. Regardless, he could go and hire the best defense coordinator, but it's yeah. who he is. He's going to be in it. He's going to be, you know, at the line of scrimmage when the defense is on their side of the ball. Offensive side, he's probably almost always going to be on the opposite end mm-hmm. on the headset. It's, I mean, every, just about every head coach, um, depending on their background, that's how they're going to be. Yep. Whether it's offensive or defensive. Um, so yeah, I, I am in that way. What did he do in the off season to get each side of the ball? Right. Because especially offensively changes had to be made. Yep. And I don't know. There's rumors of us encouraging Tyson Hilton to leave, or if he left on his own accord, um, whatever happened, hopefully you went out and you made the right hire in Jim Chaney. Hopefully you just as far as we can tell, Pruitt isn't an offensive mind right. at all. Did you, are you allowing him to have control of the offense? I think Chaney doesn't leave Georgia unless he has majority control. Yeah. He's calling the shots and, you know, fourth downs, third down situations. I don't know. I, I just don't see it happening. Why would you leave a good situation in Georgia to get equal, you know, same amount of control, same amount of whatever. I think he had to get more. From yeah, this, and, I, and I, I think it's I think it's a perfect setup. You have a new coach who is a defensive minded guy, and you have Jim Chaney who has does not have an interest in being a head coach. So if you're able to to let him do his thing and it it's successful, you know that could be a long time. Like you, you yeah. don't you don't have to go through coordinator after coordinator. That's your offensive coordinator if if he's successful and you do fine on defense. That that yeah. could be. That could be the mold of right. of, of this program. And I'll, I like that he showed that he's willing and able to – well, we don't know if he's able to adjust. He's willing to adjust, um, not just in-game, but out of season. He went and found a coordinator. He There were several different hires made, uh, hires and departures made this offseason that hopefully they pay off. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it shows that he's not only willing to adjust, but also able to adjust. And he found guys who fit yep. his, his style, his system better. Yeah. So yeah, that was my next key. Um, I don't know if you have anything else, but real quick, Ethan uh, underscore Morton seven asked if Henry T's leaving. Real quick, we'll hit on it because we already did. Doesn't look like it. His high school coach said he told David Ubin he's not. So hopefully that's true. 
Um, yep. Don't really know what's going on other than that. Definitely a weird situation. Yeah. Um, you you want to think it's just being homesick. Um, and I get that. I, I get. You know, I've never done. I've never moved across country. No, it's different um, for sure. As an eighteen-year-old kid, you would assume but, it's different. <laughs> yeah, I, I would assume it, it takes a little bit, a little bit of an adjustment to get used to. Right. We just had another question about that. Um, we will have the podcast out tomorrow on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, ArmchairAllAmericans.com. Soon to be, I don't want to say the wrong URL, ArmchairMediaNetwork.com. Right. Yeah. So that then, URL is going to change soon. Huh? Did you say YouTube? We are on YouTube also, yep. and then you can click on here and watch it. Um, so you can definitely go back. We talk about that at the beginning of the show um, more in depth, but I'll repeat, as of right now, Henry Tioto, according to David Ubin, is not leaving. So, yep. I don't hope I'm saying his name right. I Ubin? think – I don't know how – You want to come on the show and discuss David Ubin? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Ubin, how are you glad to have you. Um, but my next key is – I kind of went over what he can control. Mm-hmm. I think avoiding – Key injuries is something he can't control. Right. But well, that, that's one of the keys to this season. Yeah, and a lot of it, I mean, you definitely, to an extent, can't control it. Like, some things happen, they're just happen. you know. Yeah. They just happen. Now, if you're having 85 guys that have multiple right. so, ACLs but it gets and back sol- into the, shoulder surgeries. What's your strength and conditioning program? Right. So, like you said, you can't necessarily control that fully. Yeah. But, you know, you do have some control over it. What's your strength and conditioning program like? Mm-hmm. They had that hype video out. I'm like, I don't want to get pumped. And then they post awesome videos like that. I went and worked out right after. <laughs> you're just, you're like, I don't even need pre-workout. I'm yeah. just going to hit it. Yeah, I mean, like, don't want to get excited. But, yeah, I think that is, you know, definitely, you can't control that entirely. Um, You can't. But there are ways to Cause also I, kind of control it. I feel like on paper, you have the right staff. You have the players. You you have some talent to to be a good team in the SEC. Yeah, now, are I mean, you gonna be great? Probably not. But yeah. you could be a good team. But if you go out in the first game and Garantano gets hurt, crap. I mean, yeah. knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But right. I mean, but, but list any key player in that because everywhere besides the position we previewed today, you don't. Ha- and even wide receiver, if the if one of those top two guys mm-hmm. get hurt. And by two, I mean, one, you know, position one and two on the depth chart, not like Juwan James and Callaway. But one of the top two guys gets hurt, then you're starting to get thinner there and you're starting to ask questions. Whereas if they're just banged up or, you know, one game they're out, whatever, then you are you feel okay about it. But if you have a guy go down for a season, you know, you're, you're sweating it a little bit. I yeah. mean, it's not a big deal at wide receiver. But, like, mm-hmm. if you look at anywhere else, you mentioned Garantano. Running back here even, we'll get into that when we preview that, but you're a little bit more – you're a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just about, you know, we, we previewed DBs uh, the last two weeks. If a, if a top guy goes down, especially for a season, yeah, it's, I, you're thin. You're And, and it's, guy, it's like key guys that we've talked about, you know, Garantano, Darrell Taylor, Daniel Batuli, Nigel Warrior. Um, those guys, you don't really know what's – Exactly behind them. I mean, there's right. there's some young talent on this roster that hopefully they're able to to step up. If but that, young, if that is, but yeah, they're young. They haven't ran this defense. Yeah. Um, and no matter what anybody says, it's a complicated defense. Yeah. No. I, I, that was proven last year. It was a complicated defense. I agree. Sometimes. It. I agree. Injuries are huge, and especially for this team, any injury is huge because that depth isn't there. Right now. Yeah, so and and you've gotten the talent in here to be able to to produce, but you don't have the talent really behind them if they mm-hmm. go down. No, I agree with that. Yeah, I do. I 
Definitely. And that wasn't your fault. No. But that's but that's you, what you came into. You gotta you gotta live with it. Though. Yeah. You do have to live with it. Um, I'm gonna kind of I'm, I'm ad libbing this key, but I, I do want to talk about that M game coaching. Is he? Does he shy away from being that ballsy coach because now he feels like he's in situations that he doesn't have to do that to create momentum to win games? Um, or does he just keep the gas pedal on? He's like, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose because of, you know, a mistake we made, not because we get our brains beat in. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I to an extent, here's the thing. If you like Jeremy Pruitt being ballsy, because it wins you games, you just kind of have to accept him being ballsy if it loses you, game, loses you games. Yeah, it's kind of like you know if you we talked about this, I uh, think with like uh, no, we talked about with Lamonte. If you love it when he wins you wins you games on that you know super ballsy deep three, you gotta love it when he loses you games shooting that super ballsy deep three. You can't just have one side of that. Like, yeah. that's not how it works. He's gonna right. miss some. Kind of same with Jeremy Pruitt. If you if you want him to kick that onside kick with you know, down by three with like four minutes left. If you want him to do it because it won you a game, you kind of have to accept when it loses you a game. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, I don't know how he is. Part of me likes that. It makes the game more fun. Part of me is like, let's let's just go win this game like a, you know, normal football. Yeah. <laughs> but let's beat them where we don't have to get to that point. But hey, if you play blackjack by the book, you're never going to win a lot of money. If you're doubling down on stupid stuff, you may lose some money, but you might win some money too. You think Jeremy Pruitt's a betting man? No, nah, I think he's like, I'm taking my money to the house. Buy me some beer and dip. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be good. Yeah. I don't see him gambling. I kind of, I feel like he has a streak to him. <laughs> like he's like, he knows when he's lucky and so he's going to play. Like that what you mean? Um, I feel like when he has the confidence, like you go out and you go to the Plains and, and knock off Auburn. He just feels good about it. He's He's like, oh yeah, let's go. I'm feeling good. Or you beat Kentucky's greatest team of all time. That's fantastic. I love that. Going to Harris. Going to Harris. We're going to Harris tonight. <laughs> but but one thing I, I do want him and I don't I don't know exactly if this would be his call or, or Cheney. Um but we talked about the West Virginia game a lot and how Callaway had those five yard hitches and we we hit it a couple oh, times just... and it was working, 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 and then we just stopped. I want Pruitt and Chaney to have that. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. Yeah, I mean, you that's the mentality you prefer. And we talk about it, there's times you just you have to run certain plays. Again, when you always play by the book, you don't always win. You'll never win big. So, you know, are you willing to just, if it like you said, if it, it doesn't matter if it's, you shouldn't be able to run a five-yard hitch and it work every play. Mm-hmm. But because of the player who Marquez Callaway is, he was able to take it and get more than five yards sometimes. Yeah. Maybe sometimes it's just five yards, but. You were also able to get sometimes more. I think he got like two first downs from it one time. Yep. So yeah, are you willing to just keep it until they stop it? Make them stop it. Right. I like that. I, I, I do. And then the, do that. Clemson, Alabama, they have that mindset. Yeah. And I, I know they have a lot of talent, a ton of talent, but still they have that. I'm going to run the ball down your throat. Yeah. You stop it. Yeah. Can, can you stop us? Or Clemson, we're just going to throw deep to our receivers until you stop it. Because yeah, if you don't stop us, we're hanging seventy on yeah. you. And then if you stop us, Alabama is like, if you'll stop us running the ball, we'll just throw it over. Yeah, then we have, we have a yeah. whole playbook where we can go to after yeah. that. We've got a plan B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, I, I I do like, though, especially this team where you just, you're not 100%. You know there's the ability to kind of toss, you know, move the ball around the field different ways. Not sure. Rob Butthall hand. 
rob the hot hand out. Yep. So I definitely agree with that. Is that all you got for keys? You got any more for Jeremy Pruitt to be successful this year? Um, I think I think you have to win the games. You should, and you you go back to win. <laughs> um, I mean that's that's Ooh. obvious. You got to win the game. You got to make it to a bowl game. Obviously, I, I think yes, you have to make it to a goal, a bowl game. What are the games he should win? Do you put Kentucky and Vanderbilt on that list? I'm just curious. I do. You do. I, I definitely I do. Just because three in a row to Vanderbilt's not acceptable. And I know one of those isn't his fault. But even a loss last year to Vanderbilt shouldn't have happened. Um, in the way that it did. In the way that it did, yes. yes. Okay. That's fair. A Kentucky loss last year was probably more acceptable. Yeah. And you went and beat them, so now you're expecting you kinda screwed yourself because <laughs> the expectations there that if you're here for 26 years, we should get our 26th streak back. Exactly. So, um, and that's, and I think that hurt him with Vanderbilt too, because everybody was like, oh, yeah, we're going to Vanderbilt. We're going to blow him out. Right. We just blew out Kentucky. Right. And then it was like, oh, crap. Yeah. So, if, but I agree. A bowl game is your minimum just because I feel like there, I, I told you I didn't, I don't think six wins are guaranteed on the schedule, but I feel like there are six wins there to go get. Yep. So I, I agree. Go get. Win the games you should get to a bowl game. Maybe one, maybe Wednesday or a na- a week when we we've got time to do it. We'll we'll kind of. I know we did a way too early prediction. Maybe now do one that's like right before the season with yeah. a who win uh, game by game win loss. Yeah, and look at that. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, but now we're gonna flip over to some basketball. Um, not vol basketball. Uh, we talked a little bit about DJ Burns leaving on Wednesday. We are gonna. Well, I guess it's technically vol basketball, but it's NBA basketball. Yeah. Vols in the NBA. There's summer league. Everybody's concluded, right? Did I look at that right? Everybody's done. No, no Everybody has been finals. eliminated. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, wanted to make sure that's what I thought. Um, I feel. I feel like everybody. Um, I'll, I'll just mention the guys real quick. So you had Grant Williams, Jordan Bone, Admiral Schofield, Kyle Alexander, and you also had Jarno Stokes for the Portland Trailblazers. So I'm curious. So I was looking at his Wikipedia because I was like, I don't. I never saw if he signed with Portland. He hasn't. He's yeah. still technically playing. I think for a Chinese league. Okay. I am curious. But they I, just had him play for their summer league team. I, I guess you can sign like a summer contract or like mm-hmm. it's, you know, okay. I, I don't know how that all that I didn't works. know that either. But he's not officially signed with okay. the, with the uh, Trailblazers. I am curious, though. He had a pretty decent summer. If you yeah, look and he stats. started every game. So. so I'm curious if he gets a look from – he is older, yeah. where most of these guys that are playing are, are younger, um, which I guess when you look at across the board, he's probably the median age. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How old is he now? Did we look it up? Know. maybe he is on the upper Please. end of that I, I really i'm really not sure but he's put up some good stats i mean his last game he had 19 points um just four rebounds and but that's but i uh, didn't register any other category but that was their last game against milwaukee on saturday um but i mean yeah it's not been a it's not been a bad summer for him again i don't i don't really know how all that works in terms of how much weight you put into summer league and he's 25 he's 25 yeah surely that's surely that's the upper end of the guys participate in, in summer league. Right. Yeah. So for sure. Like you're probably at 25. You're like, Oh, this might be my last summer. If I don't make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I make a team, I'm not playing in the summer. If I don't, yeah. I'm just gonna. And I feel like everybody had a good showing. Um, I do. Yeah. I think it put probably all those guys in a position to make an NBA roster. Like you said, there's things to look into as well, like age yeah. and, and needs yeah. and stuff like that. So does Alexander, do you like his, I don't think he had a great, summer by any means he had a good one i mean he did fine probably yeah. did what probably did better than expected mm-hmm. i haven't looked at miami Heat, the miami heat roster i know you're more into the nba is he a good fit for miami like could is there a chance for him to make that roster you mentioned needs because of needs 
I do because of their shooters. Okay. I mean, that before they got Jimmy Butler, which they're adding Jimmy Butler, it's it's a team full of shooting guards almost. Yeah, but, I mean, Jimmy Butler's not going to harm Alexander's spot. I mean, right. So. Yeah, so I, I mean, you have Hassan Whiteside, um, and I'm not sure who else they have. Um, right. If they still have Jones, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Oh, they have Bam Obadio, something like that. Bam, who played at Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they have him as well. But as as far as a guy who you don't need a lot of like offensive points, mm-hmm. I think he would be great for a roster. So that need. But she's not going to fit everywhere because not everybody needs that. They either already have it or mm-hmm. they have something better. I was just curious with Miami. I feel like he had a good enough summer to potentially get onto that roster or maybe get on a uh, a two way contract where he's yeah could you know I know Jordan McRae was on one last year being the G League did, or something like yeah, that. yeah did Admiral sign a two way contract did I read that right Bone did. Bone signed a two way contract yes. so they'll be G League slash. I guess it's kind of similar to playing AAA baseball as a pitcher. You get called up when you're needed, mm-hmm. I would assume. I don't, I don't know much about G League to NBA, but that's the way I read it. It seems like that. So, But Kyle Alexander, what what helps him so much is he's he's really athletic for his size. He is. He runs the floor well. Um, he can grab rebounds. He can defend. He's a great defender. Um, and a guy that's not just – I mean, he's, he's not a strong guy that's just going to bang around the paint. He, right. He's – He's going to be solid at probably everything he does, but kind of everything he does is going to be like average. Right. So, I mean, I think, you know, his weaknesses are were obvious. His strengths have come a long way. I, I said it to somebody, I mean, that's a guy you watched improve every day since November. Yeah. He got better in every game. I'm not surprised he did pretty good in summer league. I'm, I'm not at all. Right. Um, That's a guy that you saw. And apparently he, he shot some – threes did he? so that that helps him. his last game he didn't but he also i don't think he played a lot he only had two points yeah um one rebound one assist so i don't I'll, i didn't look at the minutes i can't remember what those were didn't but obviously didn't either was non-existent or didn't play long enough to register a ton of stats mm-hmm. so um dude grant williams is impressive he is grant williams is impressive he is first off grayson allen f you you're a prick i don't know how people can watch what he does and be like yeah no i mean he's like he, like he's not that dirty. He should, he shouldn't be allowed in the NBA. That, I mean, I would just be like, dude, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what kind of demons you got going on, but you need to get that fixed. Here, go to rehab. He's like probably the only. I don't know how. I'm sure there might have been some other technicals, but like, I don't think there was another ejection in the NBA summer league. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm pretty sure they said at that point Friday night, Thursday night, whatever mm-hmm. night it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at that point. So what? Like six games left after that. There had been no ejections. <laughs> Yeah, so, I just I don't understand like what his thought process is and and what's going on in his head because he he threw down they they were both very clear they were both it was clear in both plays that they were dirty yeah it was not the one where he hit he just took a hack at him because Grant Williams set a screen it's basketball dude screens yeah. are like a big part of the game especially right. now when everything's a pick and roll and Grant's fighting to make a roster. So if you don't expect him to like play 100%, you're an idiot. Yeah. And I mean, shoot, after that point, you may be fighting to to make a roster. I doubt it. But I'm just saying, like, I I don't know. If I'm the Memphis Grizzlies and I watch that, I don't know how you're confident in putting him under. I just don't understand how you would be. He doesn't do do enough to offset. I feel like Grayson Allen and Penny Hardaway would be great for him. Someone, yeah, someone tweeted that. They're like the clowns of Bill Street or something like that. I don't know. It was a good tweet, though. I think it was Austin tweeted it. Austin Brown. I think so. My man. Yeah. I don't remember though, but yeah, 
someone tweeted that. But yeah, I it's um yeah, I hate Grayson Allen, but dude, Grant Williams I'm so excited. I'm getting uh I was trying to decide which ball in the NBA I was what jersey I was going to get cuz I don't really have an NBA team. And I'm not saying I'm a fan of Boston, but I am getting a Grant Williams Boston jersey. Oh yeah. So is that a guy you see playing his whole career at Boston? Is he going to like sneak in like or is he gonna, which I think not that Tim Duncan was sneaky, he was just quiet and that doesn't draw attention. I don't think he'll be Tim Duncan. But is he like a guy that could just like kind of play his whole career one place cuz he's just content and like, you know, they'll pay him what he deserves and I th- I don't think so just because at the end of the day it is a business. Now, if it was probably up to him, yeah. Um, but I don't see him being the face of the franchise yeah. where they just keep that kind of guy like Dirk right. and, and Tim Duncan, you know, guys like that. It's And especially now you're, you're where no to, one stays on a, on right. the same team anymore. And they're anyway. so talented that they were going to get paid. Whereas I mean Grant could be talented enough to get to get money or to get more money, but not necessarily willing enough. Boston isn't necessarily willing to pay it. I'll say this, that I'm not going to underestimate. If he does it, I wouldn't be that shocked because right. it's just who Grant Williams is and everybody's wrote him off his entire basketball yeah, career. Yeah, I mean, he could end up being an all-star. I mean, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, like, you have no clue. I that, believe he could do anything. It was kind of like when Josh Dobbs went to the NFL. I was like, I mean, I don't see him getting drafted. I don't see him making a roster, or not making a roster, but, like, I don't see him playing a lot. And then, like, he goes to the Steelers, and it's all like at, at some points people are talking about him being the number two guy in Pittsburgh, which would kind of put him as like the half number one because you never know how much Big Ben's going to play. Yeah, and I'm like, I mean, the dude, I don't count the guy out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, very similar to that. Done more in his personal career than Josh Dobbs, but very similar. Yeah, or I shouldn't say done more yet because he hadn't actually played in the NBA, but yep. he seems to like. I think I'd predict him to do more. Definitely a guy you're cheering for, and. Yeah, like you said, great summer. The Celtics' young core is going to be fun to watch. I did not realize who that who all they had um, when I looked at the NBA uh, earlier. I might have already mentioned this on a show. Looked at their summer league roster. I was like, dang, okay. Yeah, like that's Tremont Waters, Carson yeah. Edwards, Carson Edwards. I love watching Carson Edwards. Was, he's, a, he's a fun basketball player. He's yeah, he's a weird. Like he's not very smooth. He's just kind of like he is a pickup basketball player. He is. <laughs> he's a pickup basketball. Yeah, player. there's exactly. no doubt on the line. Yeah, he's a, a playground. Yeah, phenom. I think he'd play like like with old white men, but like he's a he's a pickup basketball player. Yeah, for sure. Um, you got any Twitter questions? I think we had a few. Yeah, we had one. Um, oh, just one. Just yeah. If, so if anybody, oh, yeah. drop your questions. I meant to mention this earlier in the show to to wait around for these. If you have any questions, if my periscope will load, I've used a lot of data. My watch is telling me to breathe. If you have any questions, drop them in the show <laughs> Breathe. Right yeah, it's telling me to breathe. I must be stressed. I don't know. Drop them right now. We will. I might answer them if I like them. We'll see. Say please after and all. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, we did have one. I can't. Wayne's got one. Got it. So, <laughs> TWA at TWA oh, and a bunch of numbers. Yep. Love that guy. He said, uh, so do you all think that Will Albright – will get a ratings boost and get his third star since he won an invite to the Army All-American Bowl, depending on his performance there. Um, Will Albright, for those of y'all who don't know, he is Tennessee's um, long snapper commit out of Greenville, at Greenville High School in Tennessee, um, and just got the invite to the Army All-American Bowl. I would be very surprised if a long snapper, regardless of what he gets invited to, gets another star. So it may happen. I'd just be surprised. It, it has been done. Right. Um, but it hasn't been done in a while. And I, I don't think that is a big priority for, like, that's 
I just for the rank for any time we're renting the two four seven sports rivals right. ESPN, they're not just gonna sit there and I mean and maybe go long snapper. Maybe they see him at the Army All American and they're like, Oh, I'll give that guy another star. Like yeah. I mean that's there you go. Maybe a guy runs across it and he's like, oh, Okay, cool. Good Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I I just I mean other than that, I just don't it's kinda of, I think we talked about this with a kicker or punter one time at one point and it may happen, but like we just don't see it happening. Yeah. So and it's not like they go to like all these like the opening and all these right. different. They they have like their own different specialist camps. Yeah, and stuff like their that. camps are really just to get them because you want your name on the the All American Under Armour Army, whatever games they have now. They have all these games. Um, you want you want to be invited to those, and the way to get invited to those is go to camps. And there's also colleges at camps, obviously. But it's not like and and certain teams like Tennessee has a specialist camps and, and several schools do. But um, especially if you're probably not a D one kicker, you want to go to those camps because the smaller schools aren't going to host specialist camps. They're mm-hmm. going to go to those. So that's you know that's where you get them. You get invited. You win competitions at let's say the Coles kicking camp. You win a competition there. You get invited. I can't remember what they service. I think they service Army All American. So that's how you get invited to that. Yeah. So I mean, he is the number one long snapper in the country. Um, after winning that football university, I want to know how that stuff's. Yeah, they. I guess that's who does it. Then never mind. So they're yeah. the army. They must. Coles must be Under Armour. Okay. Um, but yeah, how do you? Okay, so I guess they rate him at those. I was like, how do you rate the number one all uh, long snapper in the country? Yeah, because like for me, I need my long snapper to be fast, and I need him to tackle. Yeah, and like, and Will Albright is a good. He's a good athlete. Yeah, he, he plays he like multiple it. sports. I think he plays multiple positions in high I'm, school. Yeah, I'm sure in high school. I mean, because like I feel like you can, to an extent, just about get anybody to snap a ball well. Pump yeah. well. like not that obviously that plays a lot into it, but I guess that's first and then secondary. Immediately after that, can you tackle and can you get downfield? Yeah, because you don't want a guy. I'm fat, so I can say this now. You don't want a fat guy that can't run. I'm fat and can't run, so I can say this now. You don't want a fat, fat guy that can't run snapping the ball because then he is you, – you're, you're playing – you already got a punter on the field. You're playing 9v11 at that yeah. point. <laughs> and I can say that because I was a punter as well. I'm, I'm okay to say this. Yeah. And it, <laughs> so you got two guys that can't tackle, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you need somebody that's going to go down there and hit somebody and beat everybody else down there. Yeah. Because you're running free. Yeah. Um, well, in college, it's a little bit different. They can engage you like yeah. outside the – like two yards, five yards, yeah, something, something like that. Now they did change it though. I don't think they can like in high school on field goals. Uh, you cannot go over them. Over, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, but they're you in high school. They're gap rules too. You can't touch them in high school. You can't touch them at all. Okay, mm-hmm. see, I don't. I, I want to say in college now you can't. Now maybe you can. They still do block in college. I just don't know the rules. You definitely you can't go over the line at all. Yeah, you can't hurdle the line. And mm-hmm. then you can't use the defensive line to – you can't jump off of them. Anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. As far as Will Albright goes – I'd be um, surprised. Yeah, solid long snapper. I don't, I don't think they're worried about – if you're the number one long snapper in the country, Starting, you're, the, you're the number one long yeah. snapper in the country. They're, Everybody else below you is two two or one – if they do one stars, two yeah. or one stars. And I'll, I'll look at it as the number one quarterback is a five-star, the number one defensive tackle is a five-star – Shit, the number one long snapper is a five star in my book. If he's the number one long snapper, he's a five star <laughs> yeah, to me. You're number one. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter in the long, like you said, in the long run. He's gone to the best camp, won the best competition at the best camp, is now participating in 
at least, at least what used to be the best all-star game. There's so many now that yeah. have changed. That they're all kind of the same. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's the best long snapper in the country. You're, that's it. You do, that's all you need to know about yeah. the guy. So, and you, and like you said, he is athletic. He is, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, he's like number 26. So it's not like he's number like, like in, that's his number in high school. It's not yeah. like he's like number <laughs> he's 57. He's an offensive lineman. Converted, yeah. Right. Converted a a guy who wasn't playing offensive line. So he went and did long snapping. Don't blame him, man. You want to get on the field. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that is, that's probably the, I mean, it's probably when you're in, it's probably stressful, but practices, no, not stressful <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, basically you have probably your specialist coach. I used to try to get guys to come home long snap for me just so I had someone to hang out with. Yeah. Practice. Like I was like, Hey, well, you guys want to like, you don't really have to, I mean, you can try to be a starter, but like, I just need you to be on the field. And yeah. On the team. <laughs> so like at Carson Newman, we either practice on, we had grass, which was our practice field. And we had turf, which was our game. Field. Yeah. And so what, whatever turf we were playing, whatever surface we were playing on that week is which one we practice on. And the specialists would go on the opposite field we did. So, Smart. yeah. So I mean, they never brag. We never, we never saw him, and fun until like brags. they'd blow the whistle, and he'd send some GA or somebody to, or some guy who was just doing the water or something. Go get the kickers. Yeah, go get them. <laughs> yeah, go get the foot fairies. And they're all kickers, yeah. even though they're long side pursuit. Go all get the kickers. kickers. Yeah. All, all kickers. <laughs> they're getting, you know, they're getting the term specialist nowadays. They're, yeah, everybody's, you know, they're they're making sure they're politically politically correct. But no, I. I Looking back, not really looking back. I remember there were some days when like practice was hard. I was like, man, I wish I was still a kicker. Oh yeah. Like when we had to run like forty freaking uh, gassers. I was like, man, I never had to do this as a kicker. Oh, They'd yeah. forget about me. I'd be up on the field and I'd see y'all start running. I just kind of walk back. Where they, if I, y'all on the game field, I just kind of walk back where they couldn't see me on the practice field. They'd forget about me. I wish I could have just held like <laughs> until like the NFL. I yeah. could have just held. And then they were like, "Well, you want to play a position?" I was like, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." No, it's not. <laughs> People are like, do you regret it? Yes. Not really for the reason you think, but yes, I regret it because yeah. I'm lazy. That's all. Um, yeah, that, but uh, okay. So Twitter question. We got way off track, but that's cool. We're about to jump into our other weeks. We Do we have any Twitter questions? Oh, like oh, off that? no, I did not see any. If I missed okay. it, send me another one and we'll, we'll catch it. But while we're, you get a chance to do that while Landon tells us about our friends at SeatGeek. So SeatGeek, let them take... The ticket buying experience. Actually, that was wrong. Let them take the confusion confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do, work, do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot, great deal. Yellow dot, good deal. Red dot, not so good deal. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Check them out, guys. they awesome. And hopefully, beer kneeling this year. We'll see. So We'll see. We don't know yet. Sounds like, oh, I mean, I, I trust the battle captain would tell us the truth. So it sounds like he doesn't know yet either. Yeah. Um. What is that? It's my phone. <laughs> it is the Tennessee. It's the uh, it's the fight balls fight song. Nice. So, yeah, that happened. My iTunes just popped up. That was fun. Um, <laughs> is that what you're listening to today? Yeah, dude. I listen. My my alarm is 
I have two alarms in the, every morning. One is Rocky Top, and one is the national anthem. So <laughs> I'm so patriotic, I can't lay down for the national anthem. So if that that's my later alarm. So like the one yeah. if I didn't if I don't want to get out of bed like when I'm really supposed to, the one that I have to get out of bed or I'll be late for everything. That alarms the national anthem, so I have to stand up and you know go to the bathroom and piss excellence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm not calling Kaepernick, so I can get out of bed immediately <clears throat> if I hear this one or if I hear that one. Excuse me. Um, most important of the week. Most important. I've got a good one. Don't cry on me, but. On the night the Angels all wore number 45 in honor of the late Tyler Skaggs, they threw a no-hitter. A combined no-hitter, too. Team effort. That's pretty awesome. And then on the second batter uh, for the Angels, first pitch, Mike Trout bombed a homer wearing number 45. 454 feet. I mean, absolute bomb. So that was pretty cool. 454 feet. Absolute bomb. And then... To add to that, is that all you got for that? Because I have a to the Tyler, yeah, for the Tyler Skaggs, yeah. If you okay. want to add to that, that's all I've got. So, um, they scored seven runs in the first and in the first and thirteen runs in the game. Tyler Skaggs was born on seven thirteen ninety one. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, the Angels faced twenty eight batters, and it was right before Tyler Skaggs' twenty eighth birthday. Dang. Um. We're getting the conspiracy theory numbers over yeah. here. I mean, um, on days Skaggs was born, the sixth combined no hitter was thrown. Um, so they threw a no hitter that day. So this is like getting into the Lincoln secretary was Kennedy, Kennedy secretary is Lincoln. Yep. yep. All that stuff. Yeah, that's Lincoln was killed in Ford Theater. Kennedy was killed in the. Was, it, was that right? I don't know. That might be made up, but that was the conspiracy theory. And it, it was into going into like Kennedy and um, <laughs> all this random. Thing. Yeah, like. Er- like these people was like they had six names in this yeah. or six letters in this and yeah that was just like what in the, it's world. the stuff we're getting into now um, but it was really cool really it, cool no that is that. really that is really cool it's it's awesome that they're able to all wear which I guess in baseball it's not as important to have a number like you're not really yeah. so that's that's cool that they were all able to wear a number forty five jersey for the game I thought when I saw them they were just wearing them for warm ups but that's really cool they got to wear them for the entirety of the game did so, you see what they did after uh, laid it on the pitcher's mound yeah. yeah that is very cool yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any more most importance? Um, I did. That was actually one of mine. Okay. Um, I'll do mine cause we're going to go into fails in a minute and I don't know if this is a most important or a fail or a fail. I love to see the support from um, a significant other, but a little weird. Uh, Mike Vrabel, did you see his comments this week? He said that he would be willing to cut off his, I don't know if he said dick, penis, whatever. <laughs> it just says bleep in the tweet I saw, uh, for a Super Bowl win as a coach. Um, so that first off football guy. Um, he did. He did say that he doesn't get to use it anymore, so it doesn't matter. So a little, little slight his wife. He does. Oh, a little slight his wife. But his wife then tweeted back and said, "Not." Someone said, "Is is his wife mad?" He she tweeted back at that and said, "Not mad at all. I actually offered to help with the process. Love the support from a significant other, but like, kind of feel bad for Mike Vrabel. You know, he's not getting any. Yeah. Or she doesn't." Like what she's getting. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you if you don't use it, you don't need it. So if it's for a Super Bowl win, I guess you do it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't. I, I'm not saying I would do it, but I understand. Yeah, and I'm sure for that moment for the Super Bowl win, it'd be like, all right, that was worth it. That was worth but it. But a couple months, you'd be like, okay, man, I kind of wanted to celebrate that win. <laughs> and I, and I, again, that's why I'm not sure this is the most important or fail. So I'm putting it dead middle, dead center. I mean, love the support from the wife. I do. I do. But, man, 
That's got to suck to hear her say that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. That is rough. Um, I had another one. Yeah, yeah so, so Brian Williams, BFL. Somebody tweeted, at Brian Williams, how many re- retweets do I have to get for you to come back to Vol Hoops game this year? Brian Williams quote tweeted, said, none, LOL. They still got fat white girls on campus. If so, I'm there. God, I love that man so much. Oh, Brian Williams, a little chubby chaser. The Ain't nothing thing wrong with that. He put on Facebook, that's why he came to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. I mean, my God. Hey. Yeah, he likes women that like to eat. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Good for him. I think Dude, he is he is a wild man. Yep, that man is nuts. For sure. So that is all of my most important. Do you got any fails? I do. Um, Are we going to get Brown Williams on the show, by the way? Yeah, we need to. That'd be right. fun. Y'all tweet at Do me a favor and tweet at Brown Williams. Tell him he should come on more important issues. So my first one is Felipe Franks getting drafted. Is that a fail? He's making 40 grand this year to play college football. The, by the Red- well, it's more of a fail on the Red Sox. <laughs> okay. Because he hasn't played since he was a junior in high school. So I always kind of wondered that because you have like Kyler Murray who at least played at Oklahoma, right? Did play yeah. at Oklahoma? Kind of – I feel like that's just – I don't know. But like you have like guys get drafted all the time that haven't played in a few years. Like I think Russell Wilson hadn't played in a – I don't think he played at NC State or at – yeah, at NC State. And was it NC State? Is that where he transferred? Yep. I don't think he played NC State and then like, but continued playing and like he played a spring with uh, the Rangers. Yeah, like well after all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know how all that works. I do know they the Red Sox drafted Jeff Driscoll. Who else? also Jeff Driscoll? Yeah, they drafted him a couple years ago. The did the Red Sox did? Yeah. Are so, they just and, no? And he, and he didn't end up going. So I don't understand. Why waste a draft pick? That means there's a booster that's a Red Sox. He's associated with the Red Sox. They're paying. It's a conspiracy theory, and they're paying Florida players to stay at Florida. So it was the amateur draft. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't. I know Franks was a pitcher, so maybe that has something to do yeah, with it. It's like, but I mean, has he even picked up a baseball in that long? <laughs> I just feel like that would. Be, that's just a waste. I feel like the answer is no to that because. No one, I don't think, is going to voluntarily pick up a baseball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially if, if you're that good. You're the starting quarterback at Florida. You yeah. at least expect to maybe have a shot at the NFL. You would think, yeah. I mean, I don't like him. So, I mean, screw Florida, screw Boston Red Sox. That's why it's a fail for me because I just hate both right. teams. So, screw them. But you are making 40 grand, I guess. You are making 40 grand, so that's got to be nice. I mean, to play. But I think that's if he goes. Is that right? I think it's if you sign a contract, and I thought he did sign the contract. Oh, okay. Don't hold me to that. I, I don't, don't know. Do you have any more? Um, yeah, my fail of the week is um, the – I don't remember what exactly where, but near Nashville, uh, Academy Sports – don't know how Nike's going to feel about them selling the new Tennessee Nike shoes well before 
they're supposed to. So Vol Shop, we're putting out some teasers that um, is it the Lunar Flaws? Yeah. Um, or is it the Pegasus? Pegasus. That's it. It was yeah. the Pegasus. The new Nike Tennessee, like the logo or not logo, but like they do have a logo on it, but like the Tennessee branded Pegasus. Shoe, yeah. yeah, shoe. And uh, they sent out an email, like Volshop was putting out teasers, like saying they, I think that we'd see them this week. And then they got an email from Nike saying, you know, hold off on any more like uh, teasers, release dates pushed back, whatever. Um, and then a Vol fan went and picked up a pair of shoes from Academy Sports in Nashville or like north of Nashville, I think. Yeah, I saw that. So don't know if our friends at Academy Sports, at least there, will be getting any more. Any more Nike shoes? Why not? <laughs> or at least like early release shoes, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, bill on that. <laughs> I'm just curious to see like if if Nike does anything because I feel like that. I don't know. I mean, if I'm the Vol Shop or if I'm someone else selling the shoe, wouldn't you be upset like that they were able to sell it earlier? Yeah, I would. So yeah, I mean that's that's my first thought. I don't know. So, my last fail is Coach O. Dude, was that actually him? I could not tell. Coach O running down the beach, and he was chasing a kid. I don't know whose kid it was. Hopefully, it was <laughs> some random kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, roll Tide. That kid yelled, roll Tide, and slapped him on the ass. And <laughs> Coach O went running after him and busted it in the sand. And you know that you know that big gut got some some sand burn off the, off that ball. Yeah. Uh, see, I thought he was a little bit more athletic because apparently when he coached at UT, a defensive line coach, whatever he was, he would run before every game, like the morning of games, and he would come back in the hotel drenched in sweat, shirtless. So, like, I just thought he'd be you know be a more athletic, more fluid runner. He's got the dad bod for sure. <laughs> He's got like seven dad bods packed in the one. Yeah. Again, I can say that as a guy who has a dad bod. <laughs> I'm allowed to say these things. Um, yeah, but yeah. So no, if, if he has a dad bod, what him. does Jim Chaney have? <laughs> Jim Chaney has the bod that like that man can win a hot dog eating contest, but then gets crushed in a hot dog eating contest. Okay. He like goes to the hot dog eat, like eating everyone, contest just to have like free hot dogs. Sure, well I, th- I don't know. I feel like everyone's just like, yeah, dude, you should be in a hot dog eating contest. And then he goes there, and but like he's never trained; he's just eating a lot. Yeah. So he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. That's how I. That's the kind of body he has. Like Joey Chestnut or whatever his name is beats him like by thirty five hot dogs just because Jim Jay's like I'm gonna enjoy. You got you got to ketchup mustard. <laughs> yeah. He puts like. Relish and chili and all that stuff on the hot dog. They're like, no, sir, we have water. And he's like, I, I quit. <laughs> water? You don't have Coke? <laughs> no, Diet Coke. Yeah, that he's definitely def- a Diet Coke guy. <laughs> that man definitely drinks Diet Coke. He counts his calories for And the, the occasional Red Bull, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the Jim Chaney bod. He, that's, was, he that's, was definitely an amp guy. Is Amp the new one that's supposed to be really good that's not that good? No, Amp is was the Mountain Dew one. Oh, okay. Like, before the Kickstart. Before Kickstart. I was yeah. like, I don't remember. I was like, I didn't think. Okay, Kickstart is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Though. Gotcha. No, that's trash. I've never tried it. Never I don't know it. why. I used to also not be, like, a huge fan of Mountain Dew. And then lately, I don't know. I've kind of gotten on a Mountain Dew kick. So, I don't know. 
It's weird. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Disappointed you, I know. <laughs> you haven't had a dark soda in probably three years. You haven't had dark soda in three years? I mean, I've tasted one. I've never had a full soda okay. in probably three I've years. I've had a lot of sodas this week, this weekend, I guess. So, And coffee. I've drank in the last, like, 72 hours probably, like, 10 cups of coffee. That's not an exaggeration. You drink, like, black coffee? Uh, you yeah, know, not black. I, I put sugar in it. Okay. Sometimes if there's good creamer, like I went to, if I go somewhere that has that Reese's creamer, that stuff's good. I'll do that. And I think it's Weigel's that has um, a Hershey chocolate one. It's pretty good. Coffee runs right through me. Yeah. No, I mean, I've got to pee right now because I drank a cup before I came over here. No, like not that. <laughs> oh, yes. It will make you do <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. No, it will. It, yep. It does that. Yep. Yeah, I, I try not to drink it in the mornings because I know, like, unless I have, know I have, like, time to do it before I leave the house. And that's talking bathrooms. <laughs> Got a good story before we get off. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this is a poop story. I can tell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's similar. So, I volunteered with, for uh, United Way at work. We did some where we uh, got donations at a gas station and helped pump gas and all that stuff. Um, so, wait, you got donations at the gas station, but pump gas at the gas station? We... We asked them to pump gas for them, uh-huh. and then ask for donations. Well, I didn't. We didn't necessarily ask for donations. They just give us tips or whatever. So you weren't we like that. paying for the gas. You were just like, "Hey, let me pump your gas for you." Yeah. Okay. Got gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. Um, and so like whatever percentage Vanderbilt match a oh, certain nice. like five cents on the gallon or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but this guy came up to me and and a woman that I work with was doing the stuff and. He came up to me and he was like, check out the shitter on that critter. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't hit me until he like already, because I just did like, I didn't understand what he said. I was just like, I just nodded and he went by and I was just like, hold up. This man (laughs) called, like was talking about a nice one, I guess, and called it. Um, I think you had to question whether he meant nice, though. <laughs> like, I would not use that as a term of endearment. Maybe not. I don't like, know. Both of those terms, like, don't hit me like... I did not tell the woman. I figured yeah, I'd save him the, the woman. That's a good That's a good call. She probably wouldn't appreciate those terms of endearment either. Because both of those words, the main words in that... Whatever. <laughs> Don't come across as terms of endearment for me. <laughs> yeah. So So I know most women would not think they came yeah. across as Yeah, he, I don't he was like mowing yards, so he fit like every like, But like he wasn't like He would probably didn't have like a nice truck. He's probably like the one that had to like throw a push mower up into his pickup truck. <laughs> that kind of guy. Yeah. I mean he had a trailer, but yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Utility leave. mobile homes. Let me be. Utility mobile home. <laughs> What's at Vanderbilt? Like you, you don't like people don't say trailer. Oh so yeah, 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 gotcha. If yeah, it's yeah. a utility trailer, you, you just say utility mobile home. It's funny. I kid, but <laughs> I, kid. I, I digress. But yeah, that was one of the. I've never heard that one, so I laughed. But then I was like, why would you say that? <laughs> God, that's weird. That wasn't like I was hoping for like someone pooping their pants story, but that was good. I think. <laughs> yeah. A little disturbed as well. Yeah. Guys, thank you all for listening. Hope you had a wonderful week. We will be back with you on Wednesday night. Bringing you everything balls.
Henry Tioto staying. Remember that as of right now, according Hopefully. to David Ubin and high school coach. Yep. So, but ask plenty of questions. Tweet them at us before the Wednesday show. Be ready to ask them on the Periscope. We'll answer them there. Thanks, guys. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.